BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. time what the hell is up it's me kelsey obviously how was that little singing intro for you guys it's been a second hello how the hell are you circlers guess what today is a solo episode and i am so excited because it's been a minute i obviously love having my guests on like i think it's so much fun talking to other people besides myself, obviously. But, you know, when it's just me and the circlers at home, on the couch, it really just feels so special. We have a cat joining us today. Ham is here. My little kitten, who's not really a kitten anymore. The cats are almost a year old. And this particular cat has been very attached to me lately. Well, by lately, I just mean today, but she's been like following me around all day. And every time I sit, she sits on me and she sat outside my shower and just stared at me the whole time I was showering. Little freak. But that's besides the point. And she's just been like hanging out. Do you want to hear a purr? Wow. She fucking just performed for you guys. She is mommy's little star. I'm Kris Jenner when it comes to her. Honestly, when it comes to all my pets. Anyway, hello. I'm so happy that we're doing a solo episode because there's just like so much I want to catch up on. And like a lot of times when I have guests, I'm not just going to be like, it's not the Kelsey show and I have guests, you know, but when it's just me, I am yapping away and just kind of catching you all up to date on what's going on and what's going on, you guys, is literally nothing. I'm just kidding. You know, I'm entering my second month as a wife and let's say, let's just say that things are exactly the same. Okay. Let's say that first and foremost, things have never been more the same. Well, okay. That's not true. I feel like being married, first of all, I, I know I've kind of mentioned this before, but like, I feel so 
awkward saying like, oh, my husband, blah, blah, blah. Like, and I don't know why. I think it's because I feel so young still. Like, I know I'm like 29 and a half. By the way, I just had my half birthday and not a single one of you wished me a happy half a happy half birthday, a happy half birthday, which is kind of fucked up as my circlers, but I'm going to forgive you because honestly, if you did wish me a happy half birthday, I think that would be even creepier. So just for future reference, now I won't think it's creepy next year on March 24th. If you wish me a happy half birthday, just so we're all clear on that. But anywho, I'm 29 and a half. So I'm almost 30, which is like a very normal age to be married I'm not like a child bride or anything, but I just feel so young still. And so, and I feel like I look really young. And so when I say to like random people, like, oh, my husband, blah, blah, blah. I feel like they're all kind of looking at me like, are you, did you, where are you 22? And you just got married because you're a child bride. You know, like, I think I feel like they're like, oh, she's weird. (laughs) Not that you're weird if you get married when you're 22. That is like literally not what I'm saying at all, because that is not weird. If you find the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with at 22 and you marry them, that's honestly amazing. And I'm kind of jealous. But I just feel like people are like, "Okay, liar. Okay, pop off, you little lying freak when I say that I'm married because I don't know, it just feels so weird, but it's true. And I, it's just like an odd thing, you know, and it's awesome. Like I'm so excited to be married, obviously. And I honestly love being married because everything feels a little bit more solid. Like Cody and I are like, like, it's like legit, you know, (laughs) not that it hasn't been legit for the last five years, but It just like feels like we're really a family and really a team. And like we make decisions like for our family and for our future and stuff. And like I said, not like we weren't doing that before, but something about it, like when you're married, everything just is so much more solid. Like you're not fucking around anymore, you know, like we are husband and wife. And that's so insane. I have a husband, but it's been good. It has been pretty normal, but Just that feeling of like solid, I guess solidarity, but that's not really the word I meant to say, but like the solid solidity. Is that the word I'm trying to say? I don't know. Just I'm sure someone will call in and tell me what word I should and shouldn't be saying, but just the solid, the foundation that we are building, it seems like we're like starting our future, you know, and our family and our life together. And it's, it's exciting and it's been good. But generally, it's been the same. I think the thing that's going on right now that we're like really focusing on is Cody's Ironman is coming up in May. So we're leaving for Australia in like a month. Well, in like a month and a few days, we're leaving for Australia. By the time this is out, it will be a month. And it's like beginning of May. And that's really exciting. But it's just crazy. He's been training so hard and I feel like Australia is just a huge trip. You know, you're going like across the world. So that's a big deal, but even bigger of a deal. Well, it's not bigger of a deal than his Ironman. I do not want to diminish that. But like before we go to Australia, we're going somewhere tonight. We are hopping on a red eye, hopped at the plane at LAX. 
while we're hopping on the plane at LAX, going to New York for 48 hours. And I'm so excited about this because we are going to New York to go see Bruce Springsteen in concert. And I've never really talked about this. Have I? I don't know. I've mentioned that I like Bruce Springsteen. Obviously, I love Bruce Springsteen. But Bruce Springsteen was the first concert I ever went to. My mom is a huge Bruce Springsteen fan. Bruce, if you're listening, love you. Love you so much. Would love to meet you one day. Anyway, so my mom is a huge Bruce Springsteen fan. And we like we just grew up listening to Bruce Springsteen. And that was the first concert that my brother and I ever went to. My dad and my mom took me and my brother to Bruce Springsteen. And it was life changing, honestly. Now, I've seen, well, we'll get into that in a second, Taylor Swift, because I want to talk about Taylor Swift for a second, obviously. But I've seen Taylor Swift live multiple times. She is an insane performer. Her shows are like nothing I've ever seen. Her and Bruce Springsteen are tied, honestly. And they're different. Taylor has a really high production value. And Bruce Springsteen... Like he's not, he doesn't have like crazy effects and costume changes and all of that. Like, it's not like a show in that sense, but he is on that fucking stage singing his ass off for like three and a half hours and he doesn't stop. And he sounds so good. And like my King is a little bit older, you know, but he has the energy of a young bull. (laughs) That sounded creepy when I said it. Sorry. But like, he just like, he has so much energy and he's just like, He's such an icon and such a legend and he is the moment (laughs) and he is, he really, really like puts on an amazing show and I am just so excited. And so for my birthday, I've seen Bruce Springsteen five times and I think it's five. And for my birthday, Cody got me and my mom and my dad and my brother and himself all tickets to go see Bruce Springsteen at Madison Square Garden because when it was my birthday Bruce had not set any like west coast dates so there were no like LA dates yet so there was only New York and Bruce in New York at Madison Square Garden that is like iconic honestly that's huge he's an east coast boy he's from Jersey I think that would be so embarrassing if I just like was like on Bruce's ass the way I am right now and I don't even know where he's from Let's ask Siri. Where's Bruce Springsteen from? Bruce Springsteen was born in Long Branch, New Jersey. Okay, thank God. Okay, I was right. So it's huge. And I just remember my mom being like, yeah, his New Jersey shows are crazy because that's his hometown. Like Asbury Park, that's like Bruce Nation right there. They ride for Bruce. I just always have thought that would be cool. And now we get to go see him at MSG in New York and it's just going to be amazing. So that was my gift my birthday gift from Cody and the fact that he got tickets for my whole family like it's just such a kind gift and it's so exciting and so we're all hopping on on planes and going to see Bruce at MSG paging all of my single circlers and I mean not just the ones who are looking for something serious but whatever it is that you want to find as a single circler what if I said it starts with the swipe So many possibilities really are just a match away. Tinder is the world's most popular dating app, and that means that there are the most opportunities there to find whatever it is that you're looking for. Success on Tinder really can mean whatever you want it to. 
Other dating apps I feel like are hard, but Tinder really does make it easy and fun and also straightforward. So you can say what you're looking for and you can make sure that the people you're talking to are in the same boat, which I feel like is just so helpful and gets that kind of stuff gets lost in translation a lot on dating apps, but not with Tinder. Tinder just released relationship goals, a new status for your profile that shows others what types of connections you are looking for. So you can just be honest and you can find someone who's being honest too. And so you don't get mixed up in all the, what are we talk? And you're both just saying exactly what you're looking for. Relationship goals is just one of many features that Tinder has released to make sure you're comfy on the app, which is what we all want. And by the way, they have more safety features on Tinder than any other dating app. Honestly, I wasn't too sure what I thought of Tinder, but just hearing about how straightforward and helpful and safe they make things, I really think it is the way to go. And it's something that everyone should try because you'll get exactly what you're looking for. On Tinder, it starts with a swipe. Download Tinder today and explore all of the possibilities for yourself. Good luck. Hi, everyone. I'm Peyton Sarton, host of the Note to Self podcast. Note to Self is a space to embrace your unique qualities, get grounded, and ultimately have honest conversation. No topic is off limits. I began doing social media seven years ago, and since then, I've started a clothing line and this podcast. Note to Self is a place where people from every stage of life can come for advice, new perspectives, and to feel a little less alone. Whether I'm recording by myself or bringing along a friend, we will explore topics ranging from relationships and mental wellness to social media and entrepreneurship. Tune in to Note to Self every week for the sisterly advice you didn't know you needed and raw conversations you've always wanted. So Cody and I leave tonight on the red eye. We're going to spend Friday just in the city, probably do some shopping, hanging out, see my family. And then like my family who lives in New York. And then Saturday, Friday night, my parents, my brother get into town. And then Saturday, we're going to go to brunch and then go to the show. And it is just so exciting. I cannot wait. Oh, speak of the devil. Look who approached. Do you want to say hi? Wow. Remember when last time when I said I wouldn't let him in, he would come peek his little head in to come say hi to the circlers. And now he's allowed to say hello. Ah! No, don't do that to them. Say hi. Hi. He came into the circle, you guys, to show off the fact that Dior sent him a T-shirt. And if you're watching on video, you can see it. It is very cool. It's very cool. It's a very cool T-shirt. Are you excited to see Cody? Wait, quick Cody interview and a hat. Wow. Quick Cody interview. Are you excited to see Bruce Springsteen? Yes. What song are you most excited to see him play? Born in the USA because I'm not. He's not born in the USA. That's what he meant by that. And he's excited to see it live. Yes. And? I, and I love you. And I love you. Do you like being husband and wife? Yes. It's fun being married, right? Yes. I was just telling them about that. All right. Thank you, Cody, for joining the circle. We have to pack. Oh, look at that. Mr. <laughs> Naggy Jones has entered the chat. Every time I have to pack, he comes and nags me about it. Don't be late. So gonna... Our flight's in like five hours. Okay. Bye. Thank you for joining the circle. Circlers, if any of your significant others are bothering you. I feel you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyway, so 
we're going to see Bruce on Saturday night and it's just going to be amazing. I'll obviously post some videos on my story from that. So you'll have already seen that by the time this is out. But either way, it is so exciting. So that's that. And then guess what? After Saturday, we're hopping on another plane. Why do I keep saying hopping on a plane? Like, like, why am I romanticizing going to the airport and getting on a fucking tube and going in the air so much? What is this hopping on a plane nonsense? Okay, we're getting on an airplane. Not exciting in the slightest. I don't even like flying. Anyways, we're hopping on a fucking jet and we're going to Las Vegas. Sorry, I had to finish that 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 joke. But we're going to Las Vegas because my husband, Cody, who just came in for a second, if you don't know him, that's literally insane of you because he was just on, he was just talking in the microphone two seconds ago. My husband, Cody, ever heard of him? He is performing his DJ set in Vegas. Isn't that insane? Cody is DJing in Vegas on Sunday. So we're getting to New York Friday, seeing Bruce on Saturday, getting on a plane on Sunday in the morning and going straight from New York to Las Vegas and where Cody is DJing at Encore Beach Club and he's opening up for Dylan Francis. And if that is not the most insane fucking sentence I've ever said, I don't know what is. Another insane sentence I could say is, and then Taylor Swift called me and said, I can't perform if you're not at every single show. And Kelsey, I love you. Thank you for being such a good fan. That's another insane sentence. Anyway, that, that one didn't happen though. So we're going to ignore that one. And we're going to focus on the, the insane sentence that I said that is happening. And that is that Cody is, is DJing at Encore Beach Club in Vegas. And he's opening up for Dylan Francis. So it really is just a crazy, crazy weekend. It's about to be a crazy weekend. I'm vlogging the whole thing. So you'll see it on my YouTube channel. And yeah. Another fun and exciting thing that happened yesterday, I went to go see Gracie Abrams live, which was honestly just unbelievable. She is such an amazing performer. She is so talented. She is so elegant and graceful and beautiful on stage and just like radiant. And the amount of talent that exudes from her is insane. And it was just so much fun to watch her. It really was. Her voice sounds the exact same that it sounds like on her albums. And I'm so like honored to be a fan of hers and like to watch her make music because she's so young and she's so talented. And I just think that she has such a bright and brilliant future ahead of her. And Gracie, I love you so much. And thank you for letting us come to your show. So I had to get that out. She is going on tour with Taylor Swift. And I want to talk about Taylor Swift because her... Tour has started and people are posting videos from this tour. And I don't know. I've talked about this a little bit before. I I don't know why I'm such like a shy fan. Like I'll talk about it on here, obviously. But like sometimes I like, oh, my God, this is going to be like the stupidest thing ever. But like sometimes I'm like she has no idea. Like she's never going to know how much I love her, you know? So I'm like, and I don't like talk about it online, you know, like I don't like post about it on TikTok or anything like where she could actually maybe see it because she like lurks on TikTok. But I have, I have just been such a huge fan of her. Like 
when I went to the Fearless tour when I was 16 and when she came out with the Fearless album when I was 15 and the song 15 was out and it like changed my life. And like then when I went to see her in tour on tour when I was 16 and I was in high school and like I was crying and I've been a fan of her for as long as I can remember. And sometimes I'm like, she has so many fans and it stresses me out because like, I'm never going to be as crazy as them, you know? And like, sometimes I'm like, yeah, no, I fucking get it. Like I'm a fan too. Relax. (laughs) Like it's, you're going to be fine. Like I'm a huge fan. Okay. I'm a huge fucking fan. Every time I would see a video of her on tour, I cry. Like I tear up a little bit and like, I literally love her. I always have loved her so much, but I don't understand how like people are so vocal about it. Like people act like they're like the number one fan. And it's like, they're, everybody's a fucking fan. Like, can we just relax? I don't, I don't know why it just stresses me out so much. Like it's kind of like, okay, I think this is what it is. You know, when you become a really big fan of a song and then the song gets on the radio and it's really popular and then everyone talks about the fucking song and you're like, yeah, I already knew that. I already knew that song. I already loved that song. I've been talking about that song since for forever and you hated it and now you love it. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not saying I'm like the first person to discover Taylor Swift. The whole little rampage that I went on a second ago about how I went to the fucking Fearless Tour, all of that, like I know there, there are so many people like that out there. And I know I'm not even on the top tier of fans who have been there from day one. I'm well aware. But it's just more like since she's just she just like is continuing to get more and more and more popular. And sometimes I'm like, what about us? What about us that have been writing for you since day one that are just like maybe a little bit more shy about it? <laughs> you know, because that's me. And I like sometimes I just hear people talking about it. And I'm like, yeah, no, I know. No, I know. I've I've known. OK, you're not. You're not discovering something new. So anyway, it's been a weird time to be such a big Taylor Swift fan because I, I want to know what's going on on her tour. I want to see videos, but I also want to be surprised. But I also want to go to as many shows as I possibly can. But I'm also probably only going to go to the one that I got tickets to. I'm going in August in LA, but I just feel like I need to go before. And also like what secret songs is she even going to play at the one that I'm at? Taylor, if you could please play Daylight at the Eras tour that I'm going to be at in August, I would really appreciate that. I'm going on August 5th. And if you could play Daylight at that that show, that's the song I walked down the aisle to at my wedding. And I would cry. But also if you wanted to play pretty much any other song, I would also probably cry. So it's not like the end of the world. But if you're like, I don't know when to play Daylight and you're going back and forth and you're like, let me listen to my favorite podcast, Circle Time, and maybe I'll I'll get some inspiration for when I can play Daylight. And then you're like, oh, wait, I'll play it on August 5th when, when Kelsey is there because that song really means a lot to her. And... I know I'm not the only person in the world that that song means a lot to, but I did walk down the aisle to it at my wedding. I'm just saying. So, and if you want like me to come backstage and say hi, like I will totally do that. Taylor, don't even worry about it. I swear I'll do that. Okay. 
I can admit that one of my absolute fatal flaws in life is waking up in the morning. I have never been good at it. I struggle so hard. I really have just always been the worst at it. And I remember even like when I was a kid going to school, my dad would have to come in my room so often. I was probably so annoying to him. And he would like just have to say, Kels, Kels, Kels. And he'd be like throwing water on me and stuff. And I still wouldn't wake up. And then when I got to be an adult, and I had to take care of it myself, I would have to set like 600 alarms, one every five minutes. And even then I would get to like the end of those alarms and I would still not be awake. And then when I did get up, I was just stressed and felt not relaxed at all. And all of that has changed ever since I got the hatch rest too. I really felt like I just needed a change and that the like millions of alarms that were going off were not good for me. And I wanted to feel peaceful when I woke up. But actually like, get up, you know, without having to force it. And with the hatch, I do just that. The hatch restore two is your new bedside sleep companion inspired by nature, backed by sleep science and designed to take care of you from sunset to sunrise. Tap into your circadian rhythm every morning with a gradual sunrise alarm that wakes you gently. It is so amazing and so helpful. It has helped me so much more than my like blaring alarm that I used to wake up to. And another thing the Restore 2 has helped me with is getting off my phone before I go to sleep. Because another thing that was a flaw and that I was just so terrible with was looking at my phone until the absolute second I fell asleep. And now using this hatch, I've been able to break that habit. I can ease into sleep with a sunset paired with sleep stories. There's guided meditations and more. It has really helped me so much. Honestly, I have been absolutely loving using it and I know that you will love it too, especially if you've struggled like me. Make space for rest in your life with Restore 2. Head to hatch.co and get free expedited shipping on your new Restore 2 so you can start feeling well-rested ASAP. You'll love it. I used to say, I remember when I was 18, I was like obviously still obsessed with Taylor Swift And I was like, before I turn 19, I'm going to meet her. I'm going to meet her. I manifested that so hard and I did not. And now I am 29 and a half. Don't forget it. And I am still like, I'm going to meet her. I'm going to meet her. And I am like literally last night at the Gracie Abrams concert. I was like, she's going to bring out Taylor Swift. I know she's going to bring out Taylor Swift. I wouldn't have met her, but that would have been crazy. She didn't. I think that every time I go to any live performance ever, like we went to see Post Malone and I was like, I think he's probably going to bring out Taylor Swift. (laughs) Like literally any show I'm at, I'm like pretty sure Taylor's going to come out tonight. So everybody gird your loins. Is that the proper way to use gird your loins? Giggly Squad always says gird your loins. I don't think it is. So that's my little rant about Taylor Swift. And I'm sure it is not the last. I just really love her. And sometimes like it's weird when you're not as vocal about it and everyone else around you seems like a bigger fan, but you're like a huge fan. If I don't even know if this makes sense to anyone, but that's just how I feel. So that is that. And yeah, I had something else I wanted to mention to you guys. I don't know what it was, but I do have to talk about the fact that I've been watching Vanderpump Rules. And I really like, I genuinely never thought that this day would come. I never thought I'd be a Vanderpump gal. I've heard so much about this show in the last couple months. It hasn't even been a couple months. It's been like maybe a month. 
I don't even think it's been a month. But with this like cheating scandal, this scandal, if you will, I have, you know what, first, I first I felt a little bit relieved that I didn't know what the fuck anyone was talking about. I was like, for once, I don't have to consume every single fucking TikTok I see about this. I can just scroll by because I don't know and I don't care. And then one day something popped up on my fucking for you page that said, oh, you don't know what's going on on this Gandaval? Let me give you a quick breakdown. And I was like, hmm, maybe it would be nice if I had a quick breakdown just so I could maybe just understand what's happening just in case somebody asks me. I want to be able to tell them. I watched this quick breakdown, which is very helpful. And all of a sudden I was like, holy shit, I have to watch this show. And then I didn't. I didn't start it quite yet. Then I went to Girls Weekend. And at Girls Weekend, my friend Jenna, hey, Jenna, if you're listening, Jenna was like, it's crazy. And I want to watch the most recent episode because she watches Vanderpump. And we were all like, sure, why not? Boy, oh boy. I dipped my toe in and I got sucked down the Vanderpump vortex. I am hooked. So I watched the most recent episode at the time. And this, it was like the episode that came out right after all of the cheating stuff came out. And Andy was like, Andy Cohen, the Bravo man was like, you guys are going to think that we edited this and we did not like, this is so crazy. And I was like, it was crazy. And then after I watched that one episode, I was like, I need to watch this from the beginning. So I, I parked my ass down on that couch and I have been starting Vanderpump Rules from season one, episode one, I finished season one and now I'm on season two and I'm really bad at binging shows because I actually don't like to watch TV during the day. I'm bad at binging shows on my own. Like if there's a show that just I want to watch that Cody's not involved in, I don't really ever finish it because like I only like to watch TV kind of like as a treat, <laughs> like when I finish all my work and stuff. And then by the time that that is like Cody and I are sitting on the couch watching something together. So I don't, I'm just like, it takes me a long time to finish shows, but I am like so committed to watching Vanderpump and making sure I watch the whole thing. I'm watching it. I'm watching it. Like anytime I take a break from work or whatever it is, I put it on and I just, am, I just have it on a lot more than I probably should. And like, I close my eyes and I see like their faces right now because it's been on so much. So it's probably an unhealthy thing for me to start, but like, I just had to, I just am so curious to see how all of this goes. All of this plays out in the end because they all are hooking up with each other and they're all cheating on each other with other people. Like this is not the first time in Vanderpump history that this shit has happened. And so I'm just kind of curious to see it all play out. I really am. So I'm watching like the, the recent episodes as they're coming out, but I'm also watching like starting from season two or starting from season one. And I'm on season two right now with like Jackson Stassi and blah, blah, blah. So that's what's going on with that. And I'm very into it. That is like all that pop culture has been talking about for a long time. Let's see what else has pop culture been going on is Emily Ratajkowski and Harry Styles being caught making out in like the world's ugliest makeout but I can't really say that because like, I am not asking for that karma. I do not want, like, 
I know fucking video came out of me making out with someone like Cody. Well, first of all, that'd be fucking weird if Cody and I were just making out in public. But like, I mean, back in my like single days, if someone videotaped me making out with someone, I would be horrified. And I know it wouldn't look good. Like if Emily Radikowski and Harry Styles don't look good making out with each other, I sure as fuck don't look good making out with someone random. You know, like it's a little bit invasive for someone to have filmed that and like posted it online, I feel like. And then for everyone to be like, cannot believe the two hottest people make out like this. It's like, what do you make out like? Hmm? Have you ever looked in a mirror while you're making out with someone? How can you confidently say that you look better making out with someone? You just simply can't. So I feel like we probably shouldn't be making fun of them because we do not want videos of us being leaked because it's probably looks just as bad, if not worse, because we're not as hot as the two of them, you know? So those are my kind of thoughts. I do like she is going for it. She's a single queen and good on her. I remember there was like a period of time when I was like younger and like single. And I think I was probably in like in college and I was like, I wish that I could kiss everyone I've ever had a crush on. Anyway, so there's a period of time where I was like, I just wish like I, I felt like little pat on the back if I could like kiss everyone that I ever had a crush on because then it, I'd be like then they like kind of had a crush on me too do you know what I mean and Emily Ratajkowski I feel like is kissing everybody that she had a crush on and you know what if any of us were her we'd also be doing the same thing you know she got treated like ass by some fugly piece of shit <laughs> whatever the hell that man's name is no one even remembers his name and she did make a beautiful baby boy because of that. So she, that is a blessing, but she got treated like ass by some gross man. And now she's out there living her best life. And we're all kind of just, and like doing it in front of the camera. And I kind of love and respect that for her. And I'm happy for her. And if you have not read her book, I actually highly recommend it. I loved that book. And it like, I don't know, made me know, feel like I know her more, obviously, because she wrote it. And I really liked that book. So My Body by Emily Ratajkowski. I enjoyed it. But I think it's so much fun to just see, see what she's up to because fucking Pete Davidson does it. Like, what's his name? Leonardo DiCaprio does it. That's his name, right? Oh my God. Speaking of, well, it's not really speaking of Leonardo DiCaprio. Well, okay. Sorry. I'm getting all over the place, but more power to you, Emily Ratajkowski. Keep doing your thing, girlfriend. And I would actually love to, if you want to come on Circle Time and rank them all from best to worst kisser, I would love that. So just let me know and we will open up a space in the circle for you. Okay, Em? Okay, if you are a circler that is in school, and I know there are a lot of you because pretty much every story time someone calls in, whether they're in high school, college, grad school, nursing school, whatever it is, I know there are a lot of you, and I really want to help you all and make sure that you are crushing it in this semester because I know it's kind of like mid-semester or like end of the semester, and that's really when I always kind of felt like in a rut 
with studying and feeling motivated and I would just get to the, like this exact point in the semester when I would be like, shoot, I think it's too late to change my grades, especially if I was struggling in a class and I would start doubting myself. And I do not want any of my circlers to feel that way or to doubt yourselves because there's always time to improve your grades no matter where you are in the semester. Whether you're focused on boosting your GPA with like more polished projects or you want to work more efficiently, Grammarly can help make sure you're doing your best work every single time. Grammarly helps students catch careless errors that will cost them easy points, polish essays, and ultimately get better grades so you can finish the semester confidently with high marks. That is what I want for all of you. And Grammarly is really there to help. They're there to catch the stuff that maybe you wouldn't be able to catch because you've reread this essay over and over and over again. And Grammarly is going to help you and you don't have to worry about it. Grammarly really is a must have for every student. Best of all, it's free to download and works on all your favorite devices and apps. So the free version of Grammarly offers comprehensive writing suggestions, a tone detector and a synonym feature, all to help proofread your work as you write. So you can make sure that it's mistake free and polished before submitting, which is just so insanely helpful. And then Grammarly Premium comes with advanced features like they have this thing that they call clarity full sentence rewrites which flag and rephrase hard to read sentences so they're cutting down on the jargon and they're making sure your writing is just easier to read which I feel like when you're writing it yourself you have a hard time separating and being able to do that so it's really helpful that that Grammarly can help you with that premium even comes with plagiarism detection which is just one more way grammarly catches the details that go into getting the best possible grade i mean it really is just so helpful why wouldn't you take advantage of it and i want you all to succeed my circlers from essays and projects to emails and presentations improve your grades this semester with grammarly it is not too late sign up for an account today at grammarly.com circle time and get 20 percent off when you're ready to upgrade to grammarly premium that's g-r-a- M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash circle time. Next thing I want to talk to you about is the Daisy Jones and the Six show. Has anyone been watching that? Because I, so I read the book Daisy Jones and the Six by Taylor Jenkins Reid. If you haven't want, read it, that's another really good one to read for our Circular Book Club. It's a great book, but there's a show that just came out and Boy, oh boy, I loved that show. It was a little different than the book. And like there were some parts that I like wish they didn't change or whatever. But all in all, I really enjoyed watching the show. And can I just say that every single person in that goddamn cast is so stunning and beautiful. Like the men are handsome. The men are hot. That's I'm going to say it. And so are the women. I mean, seriously, like Riley Keat. Kyo, 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 Kia. I don't know how to say her name and I'm so sorry, but she's beautiful. The girl who plays Daisy Jones, who is also Elvis's granddaughter, which I didn't know until recently. She is amazing and she crushes the role. Camilla Maroney. Do I even have to say it? She's beautiful. She is so amazing in this show. I mean, I love her. I mean, she's so, she's just so stunning, but also like her acting and her character that she plays like Camilla, she, her character is also named Camilla. And I just, I just love her so much. Like she's my favorite hands down in the show, but I also love Karen Suki Waterhouse, who I 
have had a girl crush on for a minute because she's obviously so beautiful and like cool. And that's exactly what she was like in the show. And they all just are, they're really good actors. Like I actually think everybody did a really good job. I think the hottest boy, cutest boy was Graham. Billy's, Billy's brother. He was just like cute and sweet, you know? And I just loved him. Billy was fine. He doesn't really do it for me, but they were all just, it was just a beautiful cast. And I just had a good, good ass time watching that show. It's so much fun. I think if you enjoyed a book, like as long as you don't put too much pressure on what's to come from the film or the TV show, like, and you just take it for what it is. And like the fact that you just get to see a live version of this thing that you loved, I think it's just really fun and cool. And like, it was just fun to watch and fun to kind of see come to life, regardless of the differences, regardless of certain things, like take it with a grain of salt and just enjoy it. I just thought it was, I thought it was really fun and I really loved watching it. So that is what Cody and I were binging because Cody read Daisy Jones and the Six on our honeymoon actually. And he really liked it. Speaking of our book club, I am still reading Matt Higgins book, Burn the Boats. So I've had a lot of authors on. I had Matt Higgins on and I had Tara Schuster on. And then I have a couple, I have someone else coming on who wrote a book. And so I really want, I don't want to just have these people on and like skim their books. Like, especially because I really, really loved talking to Matt and I loved talking to Tara and I want to hear everything they have to say. And so I want to read their books like start to finish and what I've read of Tara's before I started focusing on just one, what I read of Tara's I absolutely love. So I'm going to read that one start to finish too. And I'm finishing up Matt's right now. And I just, I think they're really, really great nonfiction books. And in the same way that I would like never promote a brand that I didn't feel excited about, like I wouldn't tell you guys to read something or have like an author on that I didn't think would be a great fit and a great person for you guys to hear from. So and I want to you to know that like I'm in it too and like I'm reading these books and I'm just loving them. And so I feel like you guys would really love them too. I'm going to read Glow in the Fucking Dark, Tara's book, right after I finish Matt's. And it's just been great. So I kind of put a pause on the fiction, which was I was reading The Hotel Nantucket, which I was loving. But I put up a little pause on that to just read these couple nonfiction books and then I'll get back into it. But you all have been chatting on the Geneva. So if you don't know, I posted on our Circle Time Instagram that I was going to start kind of like a group chat for everybody, for all my sweet circlers out there. And so I'm using the app Geneva. And it is really, that's like kind of exactly what it is. I'm pulling it up right now. And it's just, it's called Circle Time. There's a highlight on the Circle Time Pod Instagram at Circle Time Pod. There's a highlight and you can click on the link and you can join the Geneva and you go in and you can introduce yourself and everybody's saying where they're from. Because if you guys are around the same area, I would love for you to be able to meet up and hang out in real life and give each other recommendations and see each other in person and all of that. I just think that's amazing. And So everybody's introducing themselves and then we have different group chats. So there is a book club and everybody's talking about the books they're reading in there. And I just think that is like so, so much fun and just awesome to see. And then there's 
everyday chats. So people kind of just go in there and talk about what's going on in their day-to-day lives. And a lot of people were sending pictures of their animals. And, you know, if there's, if you have a test coming up or a job interview or you fell and you want to laugh about it in a group with a bunch of really nice, supportive people, or you don't know what to have for dinner and you want someone to tell you, or you're picking out dresses for prom and you can't decide, come on, come in here and put the pictures up and have people vote. Like, I just think it's such an amazing, amazing community. And I just see everybody chatting with each other and it literally makes my life feel complete. Like I love seeing you all chat with each other so much. And I just really want to be a kind, accepting, safe place for everyone. And I do have like a moderator on there to make sure that that is happening. And I'm moderating and I'm, you know, looking out. And so we also have a journal time. So if I answer a journal question on here and you guys think it would be fun to answer yourselves or one really resonates with you and you want to talk about it, you can pop on there and answer that journal question there. We have story time. So if you want advice on something, instead of calling in, if you want more just like instant and to make sure that you get advice because everybody's giving each other advice on there. You want advice from your fellow circlers. That's the place to do it. Let's see. We have pop culture. You want to talk about everybody's in there right now talking about like bands that they like and if they're going to certain eras tours or someone said like, is anybody in Denver? You want to come with me to see a show like stuff like that. I mean, it's just so amazing. It's just so amazing. It just makes me so happy. Recent episodes. If you want to say anything about any recent episodes, you want to talk about anything I talked about in the episode, that's the place to do it. And that's what I have so far. So yeah, I think it's just, it's just such a fun place for everyone. And it just makes me so happy to see all my circlers like chatting with each other and I pop in there and talk a little bit and it's just like seeing you guys interact with each other just makes me so happy. So that's the Geneva. And like I said, go on at circle time pod Instagram and it's on the highlight there and you can join and be a part of our little everyday group chat. Oh my God. I was going to say, I've just been rambling on, but I guess, you know, that's what I do in a solo episode because obviously but I have just missed, there's just been so many things where I'm like, oh, I have to tell the circlers that I have to tell the circlers that. And now I'm just kind of unloading it on to all of you. So thanks for listening. You know what I haven't done in a second is go on a goddamn walk. Remember the circular struts? It's been a second. And I think I need to see you guys doing it and then it'll make me like really get back into it. So if you're going on circular struts and you're listening to circle time or you're just going on circular struts, and you're listening to anything else, send me a pic, tag me because I want to see, because that will inspire me to get back outside because I was really loving going on my walks. And then it's been so fucking rainy here. Sorry. I have been just, I feel like cursing a lot today. I don't know what the deal is. Maybe I'm just feeling a little bit feisty, but it has been so rainy here in Los Angeles and I haven't been outside. Like I haven't spent a lot of time outside. I feel like but the sun is finally shining. I mean, which is kind of weird because it was raining like 30 minutes ago. But I guess I guess we don't need to talk about that. But the sun is shining, so I'm going to get back out there. And I'll do some walking in New York. I'll do some circular strutting there, obviously, because you walk everywhere there. 
Well, normal people do. I'm lazy, but I do actually really like to walk in New York. So I need to get back into that. But other than that, those are pretty much all the updates that I had for you guys. I know that was like mainly updates, but we're obviously going to do a story time and we're obviously going to do a journal time. So don't you worry. Don't you worry, your pretty little mind. Okay, are you ready? Let's do a story time. My name is Summer. I was just wondering if you had any good ideas for gifts to get your boyfriend. Like some of the things that you've gotten Cody in the past. I'm just like, my boyfriend doesn't give me ideas of what he wants. Or like if he wants something, he just goes out and buys it right away. So I'm always kind of just stuck getting him clothes or like other things that he just like doesn't buy for himself. And I kind of want to mix it up this year, but I'm just having trouble and I kind of need some inspo. Thanks. Love the pod. Hope you have a great day. Bye. Okay, Summer, I really love this question. I think that it's going to be helpful for everyone. I I do love gift giving. I seeing people like light up when they're opening something that you got them just like it is one of my favorite things in the world. It really is. And I have a couple tricks. It sounds like your boyfriend's birthday is coming up. So maybe specifically for you, Summer, I'll get to that in a second. But just like tips and tricks in general, something I really like to do. I have like on my phone in my notes app, I have little notes for all of the important people. Like it says like Cody, mom, dad, Elizabeth, my friend, like I have people's names. And if they mention something, oh, I need this. Oh, I've been really wanting to try this brand of shoe, or I've been really wanting to, I really want to get this book for myself, but I'm not going to do it right now. Or I really, oh, I want a blanket like that or whatever it is. I write that down in their notes app. And I just make a running list of things that they mention that like, because I feel like we all kind of talk about, you know, like, oh, I really want one of those, whatever it is. Oh, I really like that ice machine, for example. I'm thinking of Elizabeth still. She has like an amazing ice machine at her house that I, that I just love. So Elizabeth, if you're watching, I really love the ice machine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I, I think that like something that makes a gift special is when someone opens it and they're like, wow, did I tell you that? Like they, when they don't even remember saying something, cause it was just in passing, but you remember. And like, that is so touching to someone. And like, like I remember one time someone, someone walked by wearing like a t-shirt with like the, all that insignia, like the Nickelodeon show. And my friend was like, Oh, I, Oh my God. I love that shirt. I used to love that show. Wrote it down. Just like little things like that, because then when it comes down to like, oh, their birthday's coming up, let me take out my list and let's see what we're working with. A gift that I got for Cody that I that he really enjoyed one time that summer, maybe you could do this. He was really into barbecue food. And so I got him a subscription to uh, Gold Belly like a barbecue subscription. So once a month for like six months, I think it was, they would send us a box of barbecue food from different restaurants around the country. So if there's like a type of food that your boyfriend really likes, like his favorite type of food, maybe you can go on Gold Belly and see if they can, 
if there's some type of like subscription thing that they can send it once a month or if there's a restaurant that he really likes, you guys went on a trip together or he's mentioned he went on a trip with his family and he really liked this one restaurant. See if it's on Gold Belly and maybe or just a website like that or even their own website, the restaurant's own website. And maybe they can ship a box to you or something. I think stuff like that is really fun. Just like food gifts like that. I think that I I think that like also a lot of times, like one time, like Cody had a broken suitcase and he, it was broken, but he never really mentioned it. And he just kind of used his broken suitcase and it was like shitty and old. And then I got him a new one. Little stuff like that, just like that you're paying attention and that I think that means a lot. I also like a lot of times I love gifts that like are just stuff that I need because sometimes I... I'm like, oh, this blanket has 800 holes in it, but it still keeps me warm. So it's fine. Someone gets me like a new blanket. Like, I think that that's really nice, you know? So I think it really all just comes down, comes down to like, just thinking about little things that the person says. But I would definitely say like the food box for an idea. I think any sort of, I mean, I love a thoughtful gift. So like, photo album, little journal question air type of thing I think is nice. But I think like a lot of times like that's for like friends because like boys don't really appreciate that kind of stuff. I'm trying to think of other gifts that I've gotten Cody. I got him like a new surfboard one time that I customized to like be painted a certain way that was cool. But then also just like a new jacket. Like he he loves... A lot of times like boys don't even know where to begin with certain little things like that, like cologne or jackets and stuff. And I think that all of that could be helpful for them too. So I don't even know if my gift giving advice that I just gave was helpful at all. But like think of three things that your boyfriend likes. If they like playing video games, okay, maybe I could get them a new, like a new headset. What, Cody, what's your, my favorite gift, your favorite gift that I've ever gotten you? Custom surfboard, he said. I was talking about the barbecue. I did, I mean, I love the barbecue. You felt special after the custom surfboard? And so, so that's the thing, like I knew surfing was Cody's hobby. So like, yeah, so if your boyfriend likes to play video games maybe you can get them like the new like I was just saying headset that they like or a little custom like what do what do video gamers use like something with their name on it like whatever it is like or if they like running you could get them something for that like whatever it is I think that taking like a hobby of theirs and putting like a custom special little touch on it makes them feel special you know what I mean? That's my that's my thought on that. I don't know. I don't know if that one was was helpful or not because that was kind of tricky. It's tricky to explain, but now you know, start making those start making those lists and then it'll get easier. Let's do one more. Hi Kelsey. I know it's possible you might have talked about this already and I'm just forgetting about it. 
because I know a lot of people call in asking questions about college and college advice. But um, I'm somebody who's struggled a lot with social anxiety. Not like super extreme, but when it comes to making new friends in a totally new environment, that really scares me. And it's looking like I'm going to college like six hours away from home. So I was just wondering if you could give any advice on making college friends. I love the pod. I love you and Cody. I'm so happy for you guys. Congratulations. And I can't wait to see what you guys do next. Thank you. First of all, I'm very excited for you. I think that putting yourself out there and starting college, like getting out of your comfort zone and going to college far away from home. It's not something I did because I was scared. But I think if you're ready to make that move. I think it's an awesome move to make. And I know it can be really scary, but I think a lot of times like the best things happen to us and like our most, the most growth happens to us when we just put ourselves in an uncomfortable situation. So I think it's really exciting for you. And you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you do live six hours from home. Now you have no choice, but to put yourself out there and meet new people. And I totally, totally understand that making friends is hard. I totally feel that I even recently and by recently I mean last week like I'm in a Pilates class and I am so shy it's it's like I I want to be friends with all these girls in Pilates but I get so like awkward and shy and it's like embarrassing but like it's actually not that embarrassing because like if you were to tell me that you felt that way I'd be like that's totally normal it's not embarrassing at all but I get how it can be hard But a little tip that I have is getting to know people and like having a baseline conversation with someone and just kind of, you know, you're all in that. You're all in that same boat. Everybody is starting this new school, this new chapter. Everybody wants to make friends. So people are going to be receptive to you, you know, sitting next to someone in class and looking over and, oh, hi. Oh, I, oh, did you do the work? What did you think? You know, just like starting a little conversation with them. I think something that's important to do to, you know, like take things to the next level is like remembering the conversation that you have with that person and asking them about certain things the next time you see them. Like, for example, I remembered that this girl in my Pilates class was saying that she was applying to school. And so the next time I saw her, I was like, oh, hey, did you ever hear about school? And she was like, oh, my God. Wow. Thank you for remembering and for asking. That's so nice. So I feel like checking in and like bringing it back to the conversation that you had with that person before, I think really shows people that you're like interested in being their friend. And like they'll remember that and they'll do the same because they'll remember how that made them feel. You know what I mean? So I think that that's like a really nice thing to do in general, but that's like a nice way to like insert yourself and be like, remember me? I like show them that you want to get to know their lives and be their friend and be interested in who they are as a person, I think is really important. But like I said, those initial conversations, everybody is going to be receptive to those because everybody's in the same boat as you. Everybody's feeling nervous. Everybody's starting this new chapter and it's scary, but you all have each other. And I think that if you are open to making friends that will come out and 
just know that people are also in the same boat as you and are also open to making friends. And, you know, some people are going to come off maybe a little shy and a little standoffish and whatnot. And that's totally fine. Don't let that stop you from talking to anyone else. If someone doesn't, isn't really receptive to it, that's okay. Maybe down the line they will be, or maybe that's just who they are and they won't be. Oh, it's food time for the cats. So I think that those initial conversations will happen and they will flow and just allow them to happen. And if someone approaches you, remember this feeling and remember that everybody's trying to make friends. And so give them back warmth. And I'm excited for this new journey. And I think that you're going to crush it. And I'm excited for you to call back or to write in Geneva and say, I made so many new friends today because I know you will. And I'm excited for you. Oh, I miss doing story time. It feels like it's been a minute. And now we're going to do a journal question. Top 10 list of people you admire and look up to. I kind of answered this with Tara Schuster, but I can answer it on my own now. I would say my mom, my dad, my brother. I, I would say Cody. I admire everything that he does. And I totally like look up to him and his work ethic and his motivation and just who he is. Ryan Seacrest. I talked about that with Tara Schuster, but like, I just love him and I think he's loyal and I love that he still does his radio show. And I just think that he's amazing and so hardworking. Taylor Swift, obviously mom, dad, Kevin, Cody, Ryan Seacrest, Taylor Swift. Someone else that I admire and look up to, Michelle Obama, obviously, Queen. Who else? We have, we have three more. I couldn't count for a second. Uh, whatever. I'm just going to say people that I know. My best friend, Elizabeth, who I talked about with the gifts, her, really all of my girlfriends. That's like 10 people. <laughs> That's like... That's like, you know, like I was just thinking like all my bridesmaids, I admire and look up to all of them in different ways. You know, I, Oprah, I think she's amazing. And like, obviously she's amazing. And also like Drew Barrymore. The more and more I see of her, the more I love, honestly. So those are, those are my top 10 people that I admire and look up to. I think. And I'm sure I'll actually like think about this more and be like, oh, fuck, I should have said that person and I'll write them down and I'll tell you next time. But there we have it. That is our journal question. And sorry, that took me ages to answer. But let me know. Go on Geneva and tell me the top 10 people you admire and look up to because I'm interested. And thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Circle Time. It was so nice to just be in the circle with me and all of you guys and I love you all so 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 much and I'll see you next time thanks for watching or listening love you bye
please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.